Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Now it's time to take a sports break, a look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends in sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your place for all things great in sports history. And welcome to your sports break for this April 26th day, as we are going to talk about some great events and people that are associated with the date of April 26th. But before we do, let's make sure you're aware of that newsletter. Love to have you sign up for it. Really easy to do. Go to the show notes of this very podcast or go to the top of jerseydispatch.com or pigskindispatch.com. It is totally free. You can cancel at any time, and you get it each and every morning in your email inbox. Expect to know the news of the day of sports history, and uh, it's going to be great, and I think you'll really enjoy it. Now, let's get into this April 26th events, and we're going to start off with our Basketball Hall of Fame moments for April 26th. We're going to grab a couple different items from NBA.com's wonderful segments where they go day by day through the year, and uh, these are two good ones that uh, have some great stars in basketball. April 26, 1972, the New York Knicks future Hall of Fame forward number 24, Bill Bradley, sank 11 of 12 field goal attempts as New York defeated Los Angeles 114-92 in the opening game of the NBA Finals. It was the Knicks' only win of the series, however, as the Lakers went on to take the title in five games. And then in 1985, on the 26th of April, Mark Eaton, wearing number 53 of the Utah Jazz, blocked a playoff record 10 shots in a single game. It was a 96-94 loss to the Houston Rockets, a record that would be matched by Houston's number 34, Hakeem Olajuwon, against the Los Angeles Lakers on April 29th, 1990. So I'm sure we'll be talking about that one in a few days from now. Now, let's go to some baseball moments. And our friend Jay Daniel, who has that great website, uh, 80sbaseball.com, he has uh, some excellent uh, items that come up each and every day. And uh, we'd love to just plug a few of those as uh, we, we talk about some of his topic for the day that he has down as weirdness. On uh, April 26, 1986, a game between the Twins and the Angels is delayed when high winds tear a hole in the Metrodome roof. Crews inflate the roof, and Los Angeles scores six in the ninth inning to win the game 7-6. to six. Another oddity that happened that same day in 1986, Mike Heath responds to a fan who is heckling him after he dropped a pop foul. And... Uh, he gave him the number one sign, but it wasn't with the finger that you would think it would be. As a little one, was a little bit maybe not so appropriate. And that's from uh, Jay Daniels in 80sbaseball.com. And we thank him for uh, letting us use his uh, great site and uh, hope that you'll visit that and take a look at what he's got to go. And another site that we love to go to is thisdayinbaseball.com. They also have a segment on baseball from all decades and generations and uh you know a little bit 
uh, more thorough and uh, goes in some great items. And they have one from uh, 1905 on April 26th where Jack McCarthy recorded three double plays, a record for an outfielder. I'm not sure how you get double play as an outfielder, but Jack McCarthy on that day sure figured out a way to do it. On April 26, 1957, Don Vicente's quick pitch versus Roberto Clemente's ends in a seventh inning double, which drives in the nail in the coffin, and the Pirates win that game. And on April 26, 1963, we have Bob Bruce tossing the first one hitter in Colt 45, who would later become the Astros history, a two to one blanking of the Cincinnati Reds. This is this day in baseball.com. Make sure you check them out and uh, they have some great items there. There's plenty more for April 26, too. We're just picking and choosing a couple here. And here's some items that we have from onthisday.com that uh, we've modified on Jersey Dispatch. April 26, 1912. It was the first home run ever hit at a Fenway Park. Hugh Bradley of the Red Sox knocked the game winner over the fence against the Philadelphia Athletics on that day. And on April 26, 1931, Yankee star Lou Gehrig hit a home run but was called out for passing a runner on the bases. This mistake ends up costing him the American League home run crown at the end of the season as Garrick and teammate Babe Ruth tied for the season in home runs that year. And uh, that is just some uh, great uh, history right there. And we also want to go into some Hall of Fame birthdays of the day. Uh, April 26, 1900 in Elwood City, Pennsylvania. It was Baseball Hall of Fame center fielder Hack Wilson was born that day. Hack played in the Major League Baseball for 12 seasons, putting on the uniforms of the New York Giants, Chicago Cubs, Brooklyn Dodgers, and Philadelphia Phillies. And what a great one he was. And we also have a birthday of April 26, 1976. Uh, from St. Croix, U.S. Virgin Islands. It was Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame power forward Tim Duncan. He played in NBA wearing the number 21 for the San Antonio Spurs. He was nicknamed the Big Fundamental and is widely regarded as the greatest power forward of all time and one of the greatest players in NBA history. Duncan's accolades are many and include being a five-time NBA champion, a two-time NBA MVP, three-time NBA Finals MVP, 15-time All-NBA star, and the only player to be selected to both the All-NBA and All-Defensive teams for 13 consecutive seasons. Uh, Tim Duncan, happy birthday to you, sir. And over on pigskindispatch.com, we have some great history from the date of April 26th. And one of the items that uh, we like to talk about is uh, has a concern of number seven from the Denver Broncos. That's right. It was uh, the famous 1983 NFL draft took place at Stanford University quarterback John Elway was the first picked by the Baltimore Colts. Now you're saying, wait a second, he didn't play for the Colts. Well, that's right. As a, a report from the Associated Press the following day, we found an Easton, Maryland star Democrat from newspapers.com. The headline read, Elway's vow not to play for Colts ignored. Well, the Colts were not able to work out a deal with their player of choice prior to the draft and he allegedly turned down multiple trade offers for the spot and still decided to choose Elway anyway, even though he didn't want to play for the Colts and he told him that. 
Elway, touted as the best quarterback prospect since Joe Namath, turned around after the pick was made to say he would forego the NFL and sign a lucrative baseball contract with the New York Yankees. The former Stanford signal caller said he would change his mind if he was traded to a West Coast team, though. Elway made it no secret that he did not want to play for Baltimore. And the article goes on to quote the quarterback as saying, quote, I don't want to be a jerk, but I told Mr. Cush, you've been offered three ones and a quarterback, and now you have nothing. Well, they ended up uh, getting a trade with the Denver Broncos, and uh, he was shipped off to there. SMU quarter, uh, running back Eric Dickerson was the second overall pick by the Los Angeles Rams, and Kurt Warner, another great running back uh, from Penn State, went third to the Seattle Seahawks. That's some uh, great items there. Uh, we have some uh, Hall of Fame birthdays uh, from the NFL and college, from the Pro Football Hall of Fame and the College Football Hall of Fame. Uh, 1953, Rod Schott, uh, Oklahoma Sooners fame. He was uh, born and went into the College Football Hall of Fame in 2013. It was a second round 1975 NFL draft pick uh, by the New England Patriots. Uh, played a couple seasons, I'm sorry, six seasons there, two seasons in the USFL. And that's our birthdays uh, for this day. And that's your sports history for this April 26th. We are so glad that you were able to join us. You can find out more on April 26th sports history by going to jerseydispatch.com, pigskindispatch.com, and uh, also you can check out sportshistorynetwork.com as well. Has some great things there is going on too. So until next time, everybody, have a great sports history day. Sorry, but my pitching coach just called timeout and he's coming out to the mound. I think I'm going to get yanked for a reliever. We'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.